This is a Rooster Teeth production. In 1959, nine hikers were mysteriously killed in the mountains of Russia. The cause of death ranged from government cover-ups, UFO sightings, and wind frequencies that can cause psychosomatic symptoms. This 60-year-old case has been solved now with the help of none other than Disney's blockbuster film Frozen. Today, we have some updates on the Dyatlov Pass incident. This is Red Web. Alfredo Diaz, welcome to our first update episode by popular demand. We got the Dyatlov Pass stuff. This is new. This yeah. This is new territory for us. Uh, yeah, we've been um, pinged on social media a ton. Mm-hmm. A ton. And I love it. I love it. Especially because this was one of the more intriguing episodes for me. Yeah. Um, so the fact that one, um, this episode is going to be updated. And then mm-hmm. two, uh, because of Frozen? What, what? Yeah, you know, the like, science of Frozen. Yeah, I didn't really like, like people were pinging us, but I didn't really look into it because I was like, we might do something with right. it. So I don't want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Ruin that little gut check, but it's pretty nutty. Yeah, I mean, this is this is very recent. Uh, and all of you guys in the audience definitely hit us up with this article when it came out about a month or so, maybe a little over a month from the recording of this episode. But yeah, this is an update episode. Anytime we have kind of follow-up or updates or anything like that where we want to revisit old mysteries, we're going to put out these shorter bonus episodes just to revisit. Um, And we we kind of put out the feelers on Twitter and asked you all how you would feel about that. You guys seem to really be excited about it, and we are too. So let's dive into what we know about the Dyatlov Pass incident, and we'll go from there. So the quick download, if you uh, don't want to go back and listen to the episode, I encourage you to do so. But here's the download. The night of February 1st, 1959, nine hikers uh, in the Russian mountains died under unexplained circumstances. The group got lost due to drastic weather conditions and found themselves northwest of the slope of the mountain Kolatsyakl. During the night, something startled the group, causing them to cut their tent from the inside and flee the scene into the night with little to no clothing. All the bodies were found at least 130 meters from the campsite, and while hypothermia was determined to be the main cause of death, there were a lot of other unexplained symptoms. For example, four hikers had severe thorax or skull injuries, two were found with missing eyes and one without a tongue, traces of radioactivity were found on some of their clothes, and signs of strange glowing orange spheres floating in the sky around the area were reported that night. And according to a 1959 Soviet criminal investigation, it was said a compelling natural force led to the death of the Dyatlov group. And that, in a nutshell, the Dyatlov Pass incident. Do you remember any of your uh, of, of your gut checks, any of your theories at the time, Freds? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't. But man, hearing about this again, it's just, what happened? There are so many other, like odds and ends that really lent itself to being like all right did the government get involved in some way did they cover something up what what is really going on here and is the answer really as simple as what we might find out today i think the like the beautiful i i don't know i don't know the proper word i want to use but i'll just say the beautiful thing about this kind of conspiracy is that the bodies were found you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it wasn't like we were missing uh some of them from my 
oof, God, vague, uh, vague remembrance of this. Um, like we found them, and then right, different they were scattered bodies about. had yeah, they were scattered, but different bodies had different things that happened to them. Yeah, like, they all what? had like their own. I guess explanation for what happened like okay this person might have been going back to the tent okay this person seems to have had different injuries and they're way down over there in a ditch uh or i guess like a ravine in the forest mm -hmm. is very strange and before we dive into the article something that we wanted to try in these update episodes is responding to some of the fan theories and fan comments because you guys hit us up on Twitter, but we also have roosterteeth.com where you can, we have a comments section and you can leave comments there. And you guys are very smart. You guys leave theories that are just like really awesome to dive into. So I wanted to kind of outline some of those here. For example, Baseline420 said very simply, this is clearly the work of a Yeti. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know what? Like, maybe. I mean, if, if like assuming the Yeti is existing there and then like, yeah, maybe just busted in there, chased them down, and I don't know, ate their tongue out. <laughs> God, I feel like there'd be a lot more, uh, be a lot more claw marks or something like that. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, if it was a Yeti, they did a fantastic job covering up their footprints. Right? Maybe these Yetis are like really smart or something. But this theory is super interesting here from Undead Rasputin. They said, "Quote." I had never thought too much about this case before, but something that stuck out to me in the details was the group buying loaves of bread before the trip. There's a type of fungus called ergot that grows on rye and can cause hallucinations. The chemicals that the fungus produces does not break down with heat, which means bread made from infected rye can also cause the same effects. Now this is some, some deep knowledge stuff that is very intriguing. Because it's true, like, if this bread happened to have this fungus infecting it, the, the entire group could be infected by it and have shared hallucinations. And that bread's gone. I mean, we're not able to test that now, right? Damn. Could you imagine if it was something wild like that? That'd be so... I mean, that, <laughs> so random. It's like, so random. It's so random, but, like, random. Yeah, and then maybe that's why, you know, like... There's so many things that lend itself to a mystery, and one of those things is just lost evidence. And this is... This yeah. perfectly fits that niche of like, okay, it's definitely something that could answer as to how hallucinations were in play, because we talked a little bit about that in, in the episode. It could, you know, it, it, it sounds realistic enough, uh, whether it was rye bread or not, you know, we don't have the bread, we can't really test, but it certainly is a very interesting idea. That's just so, <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't know, I like the, th I like the, th Oh God, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, that uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of. It just kind of irks me a little bit. It's like that's <laughs> the kind of stuff it. you'll just never know. And then right. now I'm looking back at all the other conspiracies and mysteries. I'm like, what if there was a little piece like that that just wasn't like discovered or, or brought to the mm -hmm. you know to the forefront? Oh man, like they look at the bread and they go, ah, well they ate bread anyway. What's yeah. over here? You know, like <laughs> yeah, you, you never know, know details like that that like weren't discovered or were discovered weren't written down or anything like that yeah you never know what's a clue when you're investigating so let that be a lesson to you in the task force jot everything down Take absolutely pictures of everything um and clean out the fridge on the way out you know you never you know. know when it's going to be a tasty treat or a you know <laughs> evidence <laughs> but we have another comment here from ghost of mina past who said quote 
I mean, I can get behind most of the theories involving the government and the winds theory in tandem with the avalanche, but none of these theories, to me, explain the injuries. I'm no expert on human anatomy, but I'm pretty sure to have injuries to that extent, there would have to be physical signs on the exterior of the body. Which makes sense. Now, if you remember, uh, some of the contusions that the bodies had were, were ne they necessitated the impact of like a car crash in order to cave in like a sternum like right. that or to That's hit the wild. head that hard. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting that you bring this up because uh, this, this article does attempt to address how those injuries got there, but it, but it's certainly one of the bigger kind of hooks of the mystery for sure. <sighs> It's just that's oh God, I, mean, I just want to go back to what I said earlier is that yeah. that was just the, such the oh man, that was such a cool aspect of this conspiracy was just the different things. Right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like this certain weird thing happened to all these bodies because that still would have been like, what? What's going on? But this happened in this body. This happened in this body. Like, yeah. Oh. I don't yeah, this remember one, what, what I lean towards, but like right now, my gut's like, ah, man, kind of some kind of government thing. What yeah. else could it be? But then again, they're also doing, uh, weren't they trying to do like weird experiments and stuff like that? Like, I, I believe uh, so. Yeah. Like there was, there was definitely a, I think a base nearby or, or protected land yeah. nearby. Like there's definitely just a lot of loose ends in here. Like you're saying all the different symptoms, all the different theories that have pretty strong basis. In fact, like, it's just a lot of strange things that when all piled together make you just go, uh, uh, wow, what? <laughs> but let's dive into the into the article and see, you know, because this article purports to close this mystery and to resolve it. And, uh, and, and we'll see how we feel coming out of it, but it's definitely a very interesting article. In 2019, Russian authorities re-examined the Dyatlov Pass incident and without scientific evidence, that's important to note, no scientific evidence. Authorities ruled the incident to be caused by an avalanche. Okay, so now you huh. have baked in, all right? You have baked in the government saying, uh, it was this. Well, it's closed. Close the case. It's this uh, without scientific evidence. Yeah, what is, what, why even say anything about it? Yeah, this, <laughs> this certainly leaves ample room for all the government conspiracy theorists to oh, yeah. say, eh, cover up. Yep, definitely. Um, I don't. I don't blame them. Not right. one bit. I mean, yeah. I guess the reason why they'd say something is because they want to kind of like try and close the case. Yeah, they want to be like, look, we figured it out. Don't worry, we're the government. You can trust us. Yeah, to kind of gain trust or to be like, ah, you know, there's nothing to see here. We didn't have anything to do with it. But then again, wouldn't you just ignore it anyways? It's not like it's not like it's a big thing. Regardless of all of that. They made their claim, they closed the case, and a man by the name of Johan Gaum, who was the head of Snow Avalanche Simulation Laboratory at EPFL, took over the investigation to see if the recorded conclusion was correct. Basically saying, all right, let me be the scientific uh, evidence to support this claim. So Gaum, in fact, looking back, was so struck by the snow animation in Disney's uh, film Frozen that he actually traveled all the way to Hollywood and worked with Disney directly. They allowed him access to adjust the animator's code and this allowed him to simulate the impacts that avalanches would have on the human body. So basically he's saying the physics behind your snow animation is so realistic 
I think I can reuse this code to kind of see what a, an avalanche would do in a very similar situation to that night. Man, that is uh, smart people talking to other smart people doing smart things. That's so cool. <laughs> like that is so that is so damn cool. Like, like also the fact that Disney was like, yeah, come on in. Like that's surprising for sure. Come yeah. on in, mess with our code, you know, paint our walls. I didn't. I didn't yeah. Like, interesting that Disney would want to get involved. I just, I don't know. Think of that uh, earned media though. You know, they're all over true. the article. Um, I mean, a hundred percent, right. It's like, Oh, Disney, the technology behind Disney's frozen. Um, yeah. I would just think it's kind of difficult to, uh, I don't know, start that initial conversation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, Hey, um, you know, you break through the noise. I'm a Russian scientist investigating this 50 plus year old mystery and you've got awesome snow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I dig your snow. Hey, you got I, good snow. I think we could do some things together with it. Uh, yes, he's he's working with Disney, uh, tweaking their animators code, simulating this avalanche to figure out what the effects would be on a human body. Now, it's worth noting that scientific evidence has shown that there cannot be an avalanche if a slope on a mountain is less than 30 degrees. Now, when the group came to the mountain, they had to create a flat surface to place their tent on. Obviously, they would have to break up the snow to do so, so they could have a stable uh, structure to spend the night in. Now, doing that weakened the bottom layer of snow, and this left the snow above the campsite unstable. Now, in the episode, we talked about these catabatic winds, and these strong winds were certainly blowing snow around, which allowed that snow to accumulate just above the tents, and eventually that accumulation over the night weakened that layer of snow, and then it collapsed. So this then caused the snow to break off in large blocks and fall on the hiker's tent. The simulation showed, once it was run, that a block of snow on Colat Siakal could, quote, handily break the ribs and skulls of people, end quote, in its path. Yeah, I believe that for sure. Um, snow, poof, it's, you know, it can be soft and beautiful, but that thing can be hard, really tough. Exactly. Yeah. Very quickly, it can get heavy. When it's moving quickly, it can be very powerful. I mean, you think even just water, which is liquid snow, like the you can go down 10 feet and immediately you feel that pressure on your ears. Like, it it gets it gets up there quick. Yeah, uh, or if you just you know um, fall from a high enough height onto water, it's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like concrete. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it'll it'll hit you and uh, mess you up real good. It's gonna it's gonna give you a little bit of a oomph. Uh, but it, what's interesting here now it could show the contusions that we were talking about, the ones that would take quite an impact, right? But. The simulations didn't really seem to show any evidence that would lead to immediate death. So if this simulation can be trusted, and I think it can, you know, like this is why maybe they left in the night. Some people were running away from this. Some people were hit by it. And the reason why they're scattered is because they're in various states of injury. And some are trying to backtrack to the campsite to maybe retrieve clothing and other articles, maybe gear. Uh, while others down below might be trying to survive there, or maybe some are incapacitated due to their injuries. It just, it does actually kind of resolve a lot, most of the main questions that one would have. Man, is it really that simple? And like, it could be that simple. It could be, but maybe, maybe not. Let's dive into some of the remaining speculation that isn't addressed in this simulation, in this answer. 
as nice as it is. And as much as I actually kind of groove with it, I think it, there's something definitely here. But there's a couple other pieces of evidence, right? So during the time of the initial investigation, there was no sign of there having been an avalanche. And I think that's very important to remember. The folks on the ground at the site in the recent aftermath of this incident didn't seem to see any signs of an avalanche. The avalanche theory also does not explain a few things, such as the presence of phosphorus poisoning that was found on some of the bodies, the missing eyes and tongue on some of the hikers, which, to be to be fair, could be, could be nature taking nature's course, right? If an animal were to find somebody. Mm. Uh, but also, and more importantly perhaps, is the glowing pulsating orbs flying in the direction of the site on the mountain. You know, these glowing orbs could have been what caused the evidence of burned branches that were available at the site. And now I thought maybe that somebody was trying to create a fire, that somebody might have been trying to climb up a tree to get eyesight on the nearest direction to go for society or whatever but yeah there were there were some of the trees in the area were burned and, and witnesses saw these glowing orange orbs and there could be something else there you know uh it's just it's hard to say and and maybe it was on the edge of an explosion in some way or maybe there was an air burst and that caused the avalanche but regardless there are some other loose ends here that this uh, simulation doesn't necessarily address yeah I mean, they said there was no evidence of an avalanche right mm -hmm. at least during the time of the initial investigation yeah and that again that was a few weeks days at least but i believe weeks after uh whatever happened happened so Damn, it's possible bro. it's here, I, it's here possible. I go split myself back and forth here we go uh, what's up it could be i mean here's the thing like mm -hmm. that's pretty straightforward right like an avalanche leaves evidence there's no like this you know i couldn't tell if this was an avalanche or not like trees you know would be covered um knocked over there'd be some type of like devastation to the land you know uh, unless it was a baby one okay. yeah uh, yeah Could just be enough to hurt one. but not enough to like break trees and there's gotta be something I feel like there there would be something. Um, it, it could answer yeah. why some of the folks were buried down in that ravine. Maybe maybe that ravine, if it was deep enough, could have like just kind of swallowed up a lot of that snow. Yeah. Um, that being said, if we're you know diving into the whole government conspiracy, which mm. I don't mind it, people over there be like, ah, there was nothing nothing to see here. Right. There wasn't this. There wasn't that. Muddying the waters. I don't know. Well, the biggest thing, just on that note, the biggest thing that this simulation, as I truly, as nice as it is, I I, I think that it resolves quite a few questions. Uh, but again, there's still a few inklings here. The biggest thing that it doesn't address is that there is in fact evidence that the government knew about these deaths early, or at least early compared to everybody else doing the investigation, but that they delayed the investigation for up to two weeks. Now, why would they do that? And why would they be in a rush to essentially say, ah, uh, th this is resolved. Don't look at it. Don't worry about it. Even yeah. without scientific evidence. Like that's the biggest thing here. And I think that's what's always going to be on, on, on the, uh, the minds of many. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of governmental cover-ups during this time period in every country pretty much, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's just, it maybe it's just one of those things that that piece will never be resolved. To cover up, uh, man. I would like to think that's just like, all right, the government got involved, 
did some real shady stuff and then um you know maybe uh cause a little bit of an av avalanche to 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 cover it up just but. cause a little bit of a natural disaster yeah um <laughs> but they're you know they're like denying that there was one there was no evidence yeah. of one so i just i don't oh man but then uh being pulled back <laughs> there's like such i mean there's really good technology behind you know the fact that hey like uh that disney tech but this was mm -hmm. an, av you know, an avalanche cause some of this i guess yeah, it seems to say that an avalanche certainly could have happened with the winds going on, with the way that the campsite was there, with the slope of the mountain, uh, with the conditions that were known about that night. And it also then showed that that very same avalanche could cause injuries, but not immediate death. And I think in that way, it really resolves the macro level of this theory to me. Now... You know, if there was an airburst of some sort, if if there's something else going on with the government or these burn marks or the phosphorus or the radiation, these other kind of loose ends could be answered with, you know, like an airburst of some kind. And that shockwave could have been then a different cause for the very same avalanche that was simulated. That piece, I think, will always be up for debate. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever truly know that, you know, that bit. Yeah. Well... It sounds like we're closing. It sounds like we're resolving, but I, I want to kind of blow some pants off, as I like to say for some reason. <laughs> now, when looking at this article and, and kind of this update and everything, something else happened since this article came out. Since this, uh, you know, article, I think it came out around February 1st or 2nd, sorry, 2nd or 3rd uh, of this year of 2021, another group of hikers went missing in the Dyatlov Pass. And they were all tourists from Moscow, and they were meant to return from the slopes on Wednesday morning, February 10th, 2021. But their current whereabouts, or at least at that time, are unknown. It is believed that the tourists were visiting the past to pay tribute to the original nine victims from 1959. And uh, it's the serendipity here, if, if you could say that. Like, you know, eight people go, hey, you know, let's go pay tribute to this site to these unfortunate hikers, to whatever happened here, and then they get themselves mixed up within a very similar or the same mystery. No way. This mm -hmm. just happened? Yeah, this was uh, just about a month ago. What? Between the article coming what? out and now, this happened, yeah. What? It's wild. Hi. <laughs> I mean, if this is the government, come on. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, especially if they're like, let's go pay tribute to these nine. And then the, the government's, government's like, like ah, they stepped mm, back into this area. We gotta yeah, go. let's let's mess up somebody else. But yeah, the, the group failed. Now, this is now now we it's worth being pragmatic here. Let's back up a little bit because the group did fail to register with the Ministry of Emergency Situations in the Sverdlovsk region. Uh, the ministry was reported to be in contact with only three registered groups on the mountain. This ministry is designed to uh, register groups so that way none of this can happen again, right? They are very aware mm -hmm. of who is where and whatnot. And that's why you register. That's why you don't go missing. Uh, and the ministry actually stated, quote, if the group is not registered, then there have not been any reports of missing people, end quote. Oh, um, you know, not registering and then going off into the wild definitely leaves you up for even if you then show back up somewhere else or maybe you're late to go see your family and then they kind of go, whoa, where are they? It, it could blow the case out of proportion. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're going to the if you're going to this area, just like do it above board. Don't just go wandering off into yeah. the wilderness. I'll just walk in there. I mean, look, if you're going to do any of this type of stuff, let somebody know. 
Mm -hmm. Like, let anybody know. Right. If, if that, something happens to you, at least, you know, it makes our lives easier. I don't want anything to happen to anybody. You know what I'm saying? But right. Like, if you give us something. If you can leave <laughs> us some breadcrumbs, you know, some Hansel Gretel stuff, like, we'll be good. But... It's, it's uh, you know, a day or so after the reports started to surface, a Russian media outlet stated that the group had actually been tracked down and safely made their exit from the area. So I know it sounds like a bit of a, well, you know, on one hand, thankfully, they made it out. On the other yeah. hand, like, well, why do I bring this up? Well, the reason I bring this up is because it just goes to show how easily people can get lost, even in modern times in this area. And I think that there are also things we can learn from their mini mystery, as it were. Uh, what caused them to be held up? What caused them to go missing for a little bit outside of obviously not registering themselves? But reportedly, they had encountered difficulties due to severe weather. And that is what delayed their check in with uh, with the folks that knew that they were out there. And that's what set off the panic. But ultimately, there's no other articles that support anything else that's gone on. That's that's pretty much all we know. And no other articles have come out to support why they went missing or why they were delayed or whatever. But I think the fact that weather is in play in a way nods us in the right direction, tells us that, yes, yeah. I, I think this this place is not for the, the faint of heart, not for those who don't register their presence in the area and not for those who aren't ready to deal with potentially unexpected and severe weather. Yep. Yeah. You got to know how to brave the brave <laughs> the storms of Mother Nature. Mm hmm. Or and maybe we'll find out. An alien civilization. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Settle down on here the group go. of eight. Here we go. really kicking things off. <laughs> I, I, I think I've become the guy from Ancient Aliens. I've become the guy that's like hands out, frazzled hair going, aliens. Uh, I, I treat it so flippantly. But audience, I need you to know, I, I love Ancient Alien Theory. And I love the idea that aliens could always be in play. I don't always subscribe to that theory. Uh, so I jest, but I really do find deep fascination with like UFOs stemming for like there's there's theories with them being underwater and that that's where they're coming from and hollow earth and oh, ancient man. civilizations that are elsewhere that these are future humans or past humans or what like there's so many cool ideas. I just like sci fi. And if the, and if they could be a little more real, then I'm into it. But <laughs> I, I'm there with you. We did have like a like a little test episode where we, you know dug into some like deep water mystery mm -hmm. and the bloop. Uh, it's so good it's so good it's so good like there's so much about the dark deep depths of the ocean that we don't know about mm -hmm. and, and it, it, it's frightening and it's interesting all at the same time yeah man it's spooky what we still don't know about our own planet and uh and i love it but i'm also like Let's hope uh, the ice caps don't melt so much that a secret pool of bacteria gets exposed to the atmosphere and takes us all out. You know, like, there's I some, didn't even think about that. There's some deeply real worries that, that you can have when you look. think about that. <laughs> well, with that fear put into the hearts of many, that is the kind of update on the Dyatlov Pass. And that is kind of where society leaves it with a, with a gentle closure, with a few loose ends that will, I think, for forevermore uh, leave mystery hunters like ourselves wondering, scratching our heads. But it's kind of nice to hear a little bit of, uh, you know, it both really of is. our industries. Like we got the we got the film industry and we got the mystery colliding to help kind of solve this thing. 
it's nice and then also at the same time it's it gives me hope that you know what i mean like there have been some conspiracies that we've dove into and then it's mm-hmm. like oh there have been updates recently but like to actually i don't know it's just, it's a little wild because we did get a bit of an update um which is cool but then also like recently people went missing and so it's just like wait what like it's mm-hmm. it throw it's it's that little bit at the end that has thrown me for a loop right and there's always going to be that little bit that just yeah. like always keeps you coming yeah. back but there's always the little bit yeah but i mean like it, the, the, it's kind of nice though because it tells you that something that could be as wild as like aliens came down and like blew up the mountain or something can be nicely and gently resolved with a, a simulation of, well, no, sometimes Mother Nature can, can resolve most of our mysteries. And, and to me, that's, that provides some comfort, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you because yeah. it's like, that's just nature doing nature's thing. You know, there's nothing we can really do too much about that. Uh, it's when it's more nefarious and it's the, like the government's involved or something mm. like that. That's where it's just like, ah, okay, here we go. Yeah. Well, that is our first, uh, I don't know what we're going to call it, the appendix episode of Red Web. We would love to hear your thoughts, whether you leave them on Apple Reviews, whether you leave them on Twitter at Red Web Pod, or on our website, roosterteeth.com, with the comments section there. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts on, on how, you, how you find these update episodes. There's a, a bunch of other topics that we'd love to update that we've already covered. I think Bitcoin is super in the media right now, and there have been some, uh, some interesting uh, Bitcoin moves, and I think that's another update episode we want to to touch on regarding Satoshi Nakamoto, the mysterious creator of Bitcoin. But with that said, let's close this case for now. Maybe we'll dust it off if something comes back to light, and we'll see you on Monday for another mystery. Mm-hmm.